is Blood Bike Australia. Right, well, Blood Bike Australia is an independent group of volunteers. We all operate under the same agreement. Basically, is our commitment to each other and to the healthcare providers that we work for. We're actually a last resort service to get anything medical from where it is to where it needs to be. And how did it all start? Uh, I started here in Brisbane in October 2019, the Mater Hospital. But it actually was inspired by a mate of mine who's in blood bikes in Scotland. In the UK, it's been going for 30 years and it's quite established. It's slightly different. It works under the National Health Scheme over there and it's the primary source of of transport, whereas in Australia, what we are is the last resort. So what does that mean exactly? Uh, we, we don't want to take anyone's job. Uh, if we get involved in any commercial arrangement, but if all other options have gone, then they can call on Blood Bikes Australia. That's absolutely awesome. And in terms of joining the cause, what are some of the basic requirements for those that are interested? Okay, we've got what we call our agreement. And you need an open licence for the motorbikes you ride, so there's no peak laters. Uh, you need to have comprehensive insurance for your, for your motorbike that covers the volunteer work you're doing. And there are a number of insurance companies that uh, have said that they do cover it. You just need to check your PDF. But... Shannon's, NRMA and SWAT cover the volunteer stuff. It has to be properly registered. You know, there is a code of conduct. We have a vest that's the same for everybody that's our uniform. And um, also, um, importantly, every volunteer must have a blood transport certificate you can get online. So how many volunteers do you already have working for Blood Bikes Australia? We now have 164 volunteers Australia-wide in all states and the ACT. And, and now we're about 12 healthcare providers. So it's pretty cool. That is absolutely amazing, and that would have taken quite a while to get to, wouldn't it? It's like just over 12 months, and we've mm. now done 250 deliveries. Uh, we are last resort, so when you volunteer for us, not particularly arduous, um, mm. because we are last resort. We've actually developed an online way that you can keep your availability up to date. What happens is we have a read-only link that each of the healthcare providers that work for have, and then they can just simply hit the link, see who's available, and bring them to the link. But we are last resort, and the idea is that we can dovetail into the end of that. When there is no one in the right place, it's you know, it's, it's a slightly different service. It's, we're not an organisation, we're not even a charity, because all of our volunteers volunteer everything. So we don't need money, we don't have any use for it. <laughs> I mean, we all volunteer everything. And you know, the other thing is that in the UK, uh, there are a lot of cars used as well. There's no reason why we can't have members of the co- drive their cars, especially in regional New South Wales, it would be ideal. Um, they simply would have to follow the same rules. It's actually even more pertinent in regional New South Wales because one of the big things that advantages of motorcycles in a city is the lane filtering ability during mm. peak hours, right? But that's, you, you don't tend to have um, the need for lane filtering and often in towns in New South Wales, I know there is a peak hour in Moree, but... Um, it only lasts for not very long and there's usually not a lot of traffic there. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And um, as this organisation is still quite new, do you have issues with people not knowing what you guys are trying to provide? Yeah, that's our our biggest challenge. We've got got two challenges. We've got lots of volunteers, uh, but we can always do with more volunteers, especially in your region. Mm. Um, And it's also about letting healthcare providers know the services Available. And we're doing it bit by bit. We now have some bit pathology in uh, Moree oh, wow. as a healthcare provider that we work for now. But we're happy to work for any healthcare provider. We also would like more volunteers so that we can be lanes. And that particularly will 
be uh, pertinent in regional New South Wales. Where, mm. So we can actually arrange so that no one volunteer has to drive all the way. So how do you organise these relays and work throughout all of Australia? Uh, we have regional coordinators to be a communication hub, someone to, that a local person can talk to so a local can speak to a local. So we've got so, um we have regional coordinators, they're just communication hubs. Yeah, so they just kind of make it a bit easier for everyone around the area and then it's a point person, really? It, it, it's, it's a point person and it allows, well, I suppose also it allows for um, flexibility in the way people might want to communicate, you know. Um, they might want to communicate to me as the founder through the Facebook page or through the website mm. or they may want to just com- communicate with um, their local coordinator. We have a website, um, which is www.bloodbikesaustralia.org.au. And on that site has all the information. Um, we have a Facebook page, which is just uh, Blood Bikes Australia. Uh, you can always like that, join that. And then a lot of our volunteer inquiries come through the Facebook page. And you, just, you can private message, so I answer those private messages. And then set each volunteer on, send them all their information and set them on the path to becoming qualified. As I said, we've got 165 volunteers Australia-wide now, but of that 165, we actually have just on 100 that are fully qualified and active and ready to go. And um, what has been the most rewarding part of creating this non-for-profit organisation? Well, there's sort of two levels. Um, Mm. The most rewarding part overall is how we have been able to be part of the fight against COVID. Uh, one of the most of our work at the present time is about COVID and it's about, because there's been so many pop-ups for COVID, yeah. that has created a situation where um, the current transport system that is in place can't all of a sudden invent time. And so that's where the idea of a last resort alternative really has come into its own. It's been very rewarding and we're doing, we've done uh, we do that in a number of times, in, and uh, and doing it. You know, we love riding, so it's, it, it's sort of doing something we love. What has been the most rewarding part for you personally? Personally, I think I got the biggest sort of high, if you like. Yeah. Was one time when I had to take some blood from the martyr in Brisbane out to Springfield uh, because a leukemia patient was having a transfusion, and I mean, uh, I swear I think my bike was a hovercraft on that particular occasion. It was like. You felt like you were. You felt like a million dollars when you were doing something so. Well, I mean, you think about what you're doing and you're helping someone else and potentially saving someone's life. So it's an amazing cause, and um, I congratulate you on doing something like this because it would have been really hard to get off the ground, but so worth it. It, it has been. Well, as I say, it has been hard because I started just as myself. Mm. Uh, it was <laughs> in a funny sort of way. It was really quite selfish. Um, yeah. I, I like the idea of doing good and I wanted to go out for a ride so I started it and I realised that there's probably lots of other riders that would like to do the same thing and so I created a, a framework whereby it allowed people to do that and that's to do with it just sort of has evolved and you know people come and say yeah right and I go it, it just sort of keeps on growing and, and it's the number of fantastic people we have volunteering and we volunteer everything I mean it's, yeah. it's totally selfless you know they they supply the bike, time, they pay for their own uniform, fuel, everything. And um, uh, I think that's another one of the rewarding things from my point of view is the calibre of people that we have volunteering is amazing. Exactly. Like con- Considering it's people that you've never met before, but 
everyone kind of standing together, especially in times like these, and help people out, which is absolutely amazing to see. It is, it is great, and it's, um, it, yeah, it, it's a feel-good thing to do, and uh, as I say, love to have more volunteers, and love to make know that this service is available, mm. and uh, they just need to get in contact with me through Facebook, just find Blood Bikes Australia and like it, and, and you can send a message to me and I'll answer it. We started being motorbikers, but as mm. in the UK, if, if you are not a motorbike rider, but you'd like to volunteer and you'd like to use your car, we have stickers you can put on your window and you get the uniform and fulfil all the requirements and uh, and then you're ready to go. Well, thank you so much. This is an absolutely amazing to chat with you. Um, hopefully we've got some new volunteers or people interested. Thank you, James. Thank you for thank you for your time and thank you for listening and uh, and uh, I look forward to hearing from your from your listeners. Well, thank you just for uh, chatting to me about it because it's an absolutely amazing idea and it's crazy to think that it hasn't even started that long ago.